Why did the chicken cross the road? Okay, Ola has a joke. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> All right, so uh, why did the chicken Where were cross the cops? <laughs> Are we fucking doing this again? Like, like in 2022, it. Like, listen, 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 listen. I can do it just fine hey, if oh, I have the rhythm. God. If I have the rhythm going, but if we start out the conversation, if we start the episode talking, I'm gonna just let it go. Okay, man. I'm Unless saying. You want the okay. I'm saying. Why Everyone did the give chick- it up for? So where did the chicken cross yeah. the road to, Ola? <laughs> That's not even the joke. The joke is why did the chicken cross? The road? Oh, why did the chicken cross the road, Ola? <laughs> to get to the other side. But honestly, honestly, man, you guys, you're not funny, man. Anyways, you are tuned in to a new episode of the Three Wise Guys. I'm your boy Ola. We got Arya in here. We got Luke. We got Talakpo. Uh, how are you guys Ooh. doing? Happy New Year! It's uh, it's been wait, a while. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one was just for the logbook. Everyone just clap for the logbook only. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed our performance. That was uh, four friends navigating life. Honestly, oh my god, oh my! How are your weekends? Let's talk about weekends at least. Like it's a new year. How would you guys do this this past weekend? Uh, we went skating. Yeah, yeah. I went. I went skating for the first time. It was interesting. My back hurt, but it was good. It was a good experience. It was yeah. one of the most wholesome thing. I think the most wholesome thing I've seen Delacpo do ever. How <laughs> 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 confused! What kind of narrative is that? What is what is wholesome? Like, what is the category of wholesome things? <laughs> yeah. If if Delapo was like an NFT, Delapo doing wholesome shit is like the rarest NFT yeah. in that whole like collection. Wholesome Delapo. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I I smile at dogs. You know, <laughs> like. That's no, that's just because you don't want them to bite you. So it's like I'm your friend. Hey, nah, like yo, like come on, nah, like I don't, I don't like these fucking narratives that you guys are putting out here. I do wholesome things. Like what? Like wholesome what? No, 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 no. Is- Run it down. Like what? Ah, uh-huh. like you know, I chill with people. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh Damn. man! Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> wait! 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 Okay! 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 Wait! I volunteer! I volunteer! Yeah. You volunteer where? Uh, oh, I, I actually, I actually volunteer for for a couple things. Uh, I volunteer at Black Engineers Canada. Uh, I volunteered. I taught. I taught high school kids in uni for like three months. Uh, didn't you have to do that? Uh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. I, 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 I got it. one more. I got one more. I did it though. Yeah, I did. I did have to do it. Luke is right. <laughs> I guess it doesn't count. <laughs> this guy's like. This guy's like. Yo, I'm such a good person. I gave like twenty billion dollars to charity, but then like you were fine. Or something. <laughs> like wait, wait. Okay, no. All right, man. Yeah, no. Um, sorry, what's the last wholesome thing? My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I volunteer. Okay, so okay, volunteer. Mm, I don't know, man. Like, I do sports, right? <laughs> okay, oh so, okay, next thing, next thing, <laughs> because D's been given the opportunity to defend himself, and doing anything is wholesome to D. I uh drink water and I uh I woke up today. <laughs> I mean those are wholesome activities. Those are activities everywhere. What's the yeah, fuck it. What's the def okay, let's just leave this alone. Let's let's get to our topics. This is smart. Yeah, let's leave it alone. Oh, <laughs> Luke, how was your weekend? But no, we 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 went skating. That was a lot of fun. I haven't been skating in uh like six years, and like honestly, I had a fucking blast. I ordered like uh a pair of skates this morning. I had so much fun. So it was it was a great time, man. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be in on the hockey bros, you know. Man's mm-hmm. man's are man's are you know, I haven't to be honest, like I don't know if the pod audience knows this about me, but one of the factors about my life is I suck at sports people play. Like generally sports that people actually enjoy playing, I suck at I suck at soccer, I suck at basketball, suck at like flag football, like frisbee any of these games that you know like 
it's is okay to do with like a wholesome audience. I'm not good at like I play rugby and I wrestle. You know what I mean? It's like it's like never a sport that I'm good at. So I guess this is like my foray into at least being a Canadian, like getting into some sports that more people would play, sort of thing. As a, as a as a grown ass man, I, I felt some kiddish energy. I felt like giggling. You know, like it was it was a good time. I I was thinking about getting hot chocolate. And if you guys know me, like I only drink water, black coffee and liquor. So that was pretty like insane for me. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to skating. If you're like a Canadian or someone who like has access to skating, like you should try it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good time. Yeah, so honestly, big, big shout out to D2 because like, man, like he only <laughs> fell like twice. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean like granted they were pretty funny falls but it was like I expect you to fall way more I don't know I don't know why I was like this guy's definitely gonna eat shit but nah D you caught him pretty quick I'm not oh, I'm not bro. proud of you I'm not proud of you yeah yeah we'll do we'll get, we'll get a couple more a couple more lessons in but yeah it was fun too like it was a good time like except for my back and like getting used to the posture but it was a good time <laughs> <laughs> the posture. Wait, did you, did you skate backwards? I think skating backwards is like a little. Different. Yeah, no, nah, I was not. I was not that advanced. No, Arya was. Arya was out there doing things though. He was. He was. I think feeling like a ballerina <laughs> or a skate arena. <laughs> yeah, Arya, you played hockey, right? Yeah, 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 like I, I played hockey for like a stretch of years when I was younger, and I remember when I first started. Like, that's the thing about skating, and maybe this is like a quick tangent about skating before we go on to the next topic. But it's like, I don't know, like. Skating is one of those things where it's like you really do learn progressively. Like you won't be like really good right away. It's not like riding a bike where it's just like you pedal and you go and like you can look pretty good. It's like you might look pretty shit for a long time, but it's really easy to pick up. You know, it's like once you have the bases, once you have the foundation, once you balance, like all of the rest is just like looking pretty. So mm -hmm. you just like figure out your technique after. It was a lot of fun. I was really shit at skating when I first started, but all the kids around me made fun of me too, but you know, you get yeah, no, it's part of it. And I was going to say, too, fun fact, I don't know, like hockey is the hardest uh, sport to learn or like the hardest sport to play, like requires the most skills. And, or I think the way to put it is the most skilled sport ever. I remember uh, I was having I an that. argument with someone and I was like, yeah, no, the American football. I think American football is like top five, but like hockey with the skating and the sticks and the pucks. And how tiny it is and like how good of a skater you need to be is apparently like the most skilled sport. So yeah, skating is up there. Is is pretty yeah, with hockey specifically, it's like it's a mix of so many different sports all in mm. one. It's like you got like football. You have like American football in there. A you have like bit. fucking boxing in there, even if you wanted to. Mm. You have like speed skating. That's you what I was gonna say. Cross. You have like all these things, and on top of that, it's full contact. So it's yeah. like you have to like dodge people. You're playing dodgeball too. <laughs> yeah, no. It's I, I feel like I feel like boxing is the hardest sport in the world, and in that regard, it should be MMA. But you know, like fucking boxing, like ESPN, and all these fucking like people who make these lists are like tuned into boxing, right? But mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like, I guess that's BS. Beside the point. But um, boys, I wanted to ask you a question today. So I was thinking about this. You know, like. Um, I feel like ever since the pandemic has started, I've been in this vacuum chamber where I sometimes get into this way of thinking where I'm like, fuck, like I've done nothing in my life, <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, honestly, like, like man's have had a really, really awesome life to be honest. And all like when we actually put things into perspective and I, I feel very grateful for that, you know, and like, I've been thinking and doing a little bit like of soul searching in regards to like my best memories. So to start off this topic, I, I wanted to kind of just ask you guys, like what is one memory at least that you remember that you just think is like pretty awesome. You know what I mean? That like you were really happy. You were just, you know, feeling a good vibe. Like let's, let's do a little sharing session here. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, my best memory uh, so far to date before the pandemic would have to be like my 20th birthday. Uh, I think uh, Luke, and uh, Aria had like a case competition at a hotel. And then I got to like go to the hotel <laughs> afterwards. And uh, yeah, it was a great birthday. D was there. We got high. Yeah. We went out for karaoke. It was uh, without a doubt one of my best memories ever. I think <laughs> I think it was a great night. All, all in all, great night. Made some new yeah, friends. It was great, yo. Uh, that, yeah, was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was Ola's favorite night because, you know, who doesn't love finishing a layup? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> shout, shout out to the team. Uh, shout out to everyone involved. Couldn't have done this without y'all. Um, yeah. No, nah, man, you, you definitely could have. You definitely could have. <laughs> you definitely could have. He just needed the intro, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we were we weren't even like the coaches in that like team exchange. We were like the GMs. <laughs> hey man, this the scouting report was proper. Like that's all I can say. <laughs> heavy, heavy research was done. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, my 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 best memory. Um, By the way, this have to be your best. Just like one of like uh, a good like a really good memory, right? Like one I feel like that's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, one of my favorite memories. It's like one hundred percent from like a concert. I could honestly pick any concert I've ever been to, but I guess like more specifically, I'm going to choose um, like there was this one time that TDE came to Toronto and they performed at um, Budweiser stage. And it was like the entire line. The only person who wasn't there was SZA because I think she was sick. But, like everybody <laughs> from TDE was there, like lined up the stage. Yo, even Busta Rhymes. Uh, showed up and like open for them. It was pretty cool. It was just like a really nice vibe. I'm maybe I'm thinking that too because I miss oh, uh, I miss too. concerts. But that was a that was a great uh, that was a great memory. I remember that till the day I die. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think one of my some of my best memories is uh, like going to going on that trip with you guys to uh, Higgins Island. Like that mm-hmm. that whole weekend. I think like that was that was just like a good ass time. Like I remember that, so yeah, I think that goes as one of my yeah. favorite. Wow, what memories. an iconic weekend that was! Yeah, that was yeah. iconic. Yeah, Ari, Ari and Luke make some crazy ribs. Everyone, you guys, if you if you yeah. ever around, that was Aria actually. That, Aria, yeah. it was, it was, that hickory man. I still, I, 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 still, oh, yeah. I still remember the taste, man. Man, that, that oh, yeah, the, the the wood chips, hickory wood chips. <laughs> Forget yeah. Ar- Aria will get you on some shit, man. Like I, like, like came, came at me with lists. Like I, that's how ingrained it was. I just, I, I remember, I remember you be like, "Yo, we can't forget the hickory wood chips." I'm like, "The fuck does that mean?" <laughs> it all falls and, apart if you don't have the hickory. I kid you not. That was what he was telling me the whole time. And I'm like, "All right, man, okay, bro." Man. And I remember one thing about that trip was like, I remember I'd go to the barbecue to go like try. To open it together, smell it. Are you would just be like, bro? Do not touch the barbecue. I swear to God, do not touch it until it's done. I will let you know when it's done. Like man had like a whole like meat thermometer and everything. Like he wasn't using oh, no, he wasn't eyeing it. He was like, it was proper. Like that was that was a good memory. Nah, that's a great mm-hmm. memory. That was a great, yeah. okay, great. Memory. Okay, Luke, where are you going with this? What's your favorite memory? Yeah, no, I mean, um, those those are awesome memories, by the way, guys. And it's really cool because I feel like I could like relate a little bit to your memories because like mm-hmm. I either was there where like I feel like I experienced it like you know through your stories and shit mm-hmm. so that's pretty awesome that it's cute you know that like mm-hmm. our, our memories are kind of connected in that sense but um yeah you know like I was talking to some friends about this earlier and you know uh one of them was telling me one of her best memories was her uh, at this festival and at this festival she was taking certain substances um uh specifically she was taking malt, i love you know? how and we I re- always say substances and then say what it is <laughs> like I yeah need to like, I feel, like why <laughs> are we it's, so it's, old it's, man? just say it man we're, we're, we're still <laughs> yeah. him right and i'm joking we're keeping yeah. Fair enough, right? And and uh, all this to say, right? Like I remember when she said that to me, I immediately had this reaction of like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like typical, right? And then I, I for sure, at least myself, I felt myself like downplaying her experience a little bit because I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm sure that was like an awesome experience, but you probably would have had an awesome experience if you popped a few mollies and started watching like some movies and shit too. You know what I mean? Actually, I don't know. I've never taken molly. So like, I have no idea if that would be a good time, but um, I'm guessing, you know what I mean? But then I started like catching myself and I'm like, Ooh, like that's kind of like really number one, very unempathetic as someone who also, you know, like, likes to like not be sober from time to time. And at what point can we say like, Oh, these substances alter your experiences so much that you can't say they're just an experience anymore. And these substances don't. Um, so I don't know, I guess this is like the kind of type of conversation I want to have with you guys, because for example, at every one of those experiences you guys mentioned, I'm sure that you guys were being influenced by some sort of substance. You know what I mean? Whether or not it's like socially accepted or it's not socially accepted. Um, so I don't know. I just want to kind of see how you guys feel about the role substances play in experiences and do they kind of downplay experiences? This is big. 
this is big, but real quick, man like Luke, you know, talking about, you know, as someone who enjoys not being sober from time to time, such a polite and eloquent way of saying stoner. <laughs> such, a, such a polite and eloquent way of saying stoner. I really appreciate that. You know? Not being sober from time. I love us, man. Like, fucking hell. But, nah, like, I think this is big because... <clears throat> Uh, when when you asked the question about good memories, like I was like I was literally lost in thought there for a bit, like shuffling through the decks, and like yeah, like I wouldn't say a lot of like the the things that'll make me smile or the shared experiences I have with people, like started with the intention of taking substances, but I feel like you know substances were always inhaled, like or in, like you know like. There was just like whether it was drinks, alcohol, weed, Molly, whatever drugs it was, like, or you know, sometimes even sex, like I don't know, you know. It's like I feel like there's just always some not sober moment going on in some of my best experiences. And and like I don't know, I just feel like I never like noticed that about that. And don't get me wrong, because I think the other part of the like argument you were trying to say was that you could, you know, possibly take Molly and, like, watch Netflix and have, like, a great time. Like, yeah, but, like, I don't agree that that would necessarily be, like, a memorable time. Like, you know, you would have, like, a good mm. time, but, like, it's not, it's, like, it's just okay. you chilling at home. It won't be memorable. So I feel like for you to have, like, the kind of memories that we're talking about and that we're sharing here, at least, it's, like, there needs to be, like, some kind of activity on your spot and, whatever substance you're taking is just to enhance whatever is going on and, you know, make it even more memorable, take it to another level. But like, I do think something like, you know, something needs to be going on, but I like, I think it's important to note though that, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's important to like be aware, obviously, you know, it's like, okay. I, I don't, I don't think this is like as difficult or, or convoluted as an answer, at least for me, you know, like the very simple answer is like, no, taking substances does not like reduce the importance of memories and events that you went through, especially if you really enjoyed them. I really don't think that's true at a baseline, especially because all of us literally just said our best memories. And we were most likely under the influence at every single one of those points. Yeah, and we didn't mention it too. We didn't mention it. One, we didn't mention it, right? But it's like, you know, you don't really need to mention because we all know each other and we all know that like at any given point in time, there is a 75 to 85% chance that at least one or two of us is under the influence of something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like we know this. That's why we didn't say it. But my thing is like, I think it's an issue if that memory that you're pulling, you remember and reminisce more about the feeling that that substance gave you versus what actually happened because that to me like signifies dependency and that's like a red flag that's that's a problem so that's that's where i draw the line but aside from that i'm like no man like you enjoy your life you know what i mean it's just like it's like you went to go do this thing and then you also ended up taking substances at it you know what i mean not like oh i decided to take substances and go to a concert you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is, is that, that's not how we, like D said, that's not how we approached any of the plans that, that we made. So in that regard, like, no, I don't think it's, it's a problem. I don't think it gets in the way at all unless you make it a problem. And that's just by, you know, feeding off the juice instead of the meat and bones. Yeah. Um, and, to, and to add to what Arya is saying is, yeah, I think the biggest factor in all of these events is that they're all planned. Like when things aren't planned and they kind of just happen, like you can take substances and do something that's unplanned and you won't remember it. It won't be memorable for you. But anything that you've planned out and you also know you might be taking substances on, I think that will hold a greater memory for you. Because for me, like I have countless memories of me just not even doing stuff, like just studying and I just being on something. You know what I mean? And I don't remember any of those experiences, but like, like at least like they're not memorable for me. I think the 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 memory that I chose was one that we all were a part of. Like I could have chose something more recent, but I thought like it it fit along better with this uh, with this topic. But yeah, I think if you plan something and then you like decide you're gonna do so, like it, you you hold a greater value of that memory because it was like when you planned it, 
then you took something and then three, everything went smoothly. So mm-hmm. it's like an accomplishment, right? But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I also um, the, the other thing that I wanted to say was, and like, like everything you said makes sense. Um, I've also had situations where like I took substances just for the sake of taking substances and they ended up being some of my best memories. Like, I've had really good memories just by like taking shrooms. Like some of my shroom trips are like some of my best memories, you know? And it's like, I consider these like maybe like an exception to the whole thing. You know, like there's, like I said, I I think it's very subjective and like none of this is like, oh, like I don't put my hammer down and be like, oh yeah, like substances are always good for your memories or they're always bad. But it's like a situation like this, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, like I took it for that express purpose of that experience. It just so happens that that experience was a substance. And it ended up being one of my best memories. So to that, it's like, that's also a great memory. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything devalued from it just because it was a substance. Also, mainly because that substance was the whole point of the experience, you know? So it's like, in that in that sense, you know, I, I let it slide and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, this is great. You know what I mean? Like, this is a really good memory. Obviously, share it less because, you know, taboo, but, you know. So but I want to. I want to. Yeah. Oh, go. go ahead, D. Yeah, no, I was just gonna have a counter argument to what Arya said. Is you buying the shrooms new? Like in a way, was like even though you took them spontaneously when you bought them, in your mind you probably foresaw yourself taking them. So you kind of like planned out like, oh, like th- there there will be an event related to this. I don't know what event yet. But then, in a way, there's still, like, some form of plan to it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like someone just handed you them, right? Like, you actively sought them and then... Well, like, yes and no. Because, like, the first two times, like, no. Like, I was was 100% handed them. Like, after that, though, I did seek them out. And, yeah, like, when I seek them out, I'm not buying them to put them on a shelf, right? So, it's like, I know I'm going to have that experience. And I, like, I know that's something I'm going to remember. Is it going to be in my top tier of memories all time? I don't know. I have to have it first, and then I have to continue to have other memories and see how they they fare next to it. But you know, for the most part, it's like yeah, like but like the best memories of them that I had were the two spontaneous ones, where it's like yeah, like I had never bought them, so I was like, you know what I mean? Like, where am I going to get them from? Like, they were there. Yeah. It was a plan to take them, but it was like someone did hand them to me, so it was like you know, a little bit of give and take on both sides. But you're right; what you're saying makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I was, I, I, yeah, I feel you. What you're saying too. I was gonna ask the question, uh, like in terms of like what Luke's like Luke's original question, as opposed to the drugs debasing. Like, are happy memories like just most like high, more likely to be um, intoxicated memories? Like, not intoxicated, but like non-sober memories. Is that like? alleged that we're willing to go on that majority let's not say all but like a vast majority of most people's happy memories are like memories where you know they were not necessarily sober is that so, something a leap like to that i like make? i do have an answer to this as well like okay, at least go. for my and then i'll let someone else go but when you're looking like we're a very specific group here you know yeah obviously. it's like m- throughout most of our life or through the time that we've known each other or have been old enough to have these insanely like let's just for the sake of this conversation let's put aside like childhood memories because those can be incredibly happy right but it's like mm-hmm. we weren't we weren't on anything and none of us said a childhood memory you just put that out there none of us <laughs> none of us said <laughs> one of our childhood memories was our favorite one learning how to ride <laughs> a bike no uh, one even got close to that like, no yeah, one even nope, got close yeah, to that so yeah. All I'm saying is like, let's just put that aside for now because that is its own thing. Like we can definitely respect them, but it was a different time, right? So at this point in our life, you know, from the moment that we're considering these memories, it's like for the times that we did memorable things, Mm. can you honestly say that like most of them have been sober? No, no, I can't. Like, yeah. which is why so, I can't. Like, I'm just saying, yeah. is this for most people too? <laughs> well, no, because like, well, like, I don't think most people are like us or we're not like most people. Do you know what I mean? It's what, like, what about drinking and smoking cigarettes and stuff like that? Like, yeah. coffee. Like, I, I wouldn't, I'm I wouldn't saying, say like, most people drink. 
I, I would say like <clears throat> most people drink from time to time, but like yeah. there's a lot of people who don't drink at yeah. all. Most people True. drink in moderation, right? Like that's that's the average. That's the that's the level that that where it gets at. But for us, it's like we're a really skewed data set. So it's like we can sit here and be like, yeah, you know, like I think that you know it's yeah, like it's bound <laughs> to happen. Like the only way that you're gonna have a good memory is if you do this, because like that's the only time. Like we've only done this, mm. you know. I think a better gauge of this is like revisiting this question with yourself in like 25 years. You know, maybe you're not drinking as often as you were or like smoking as often as you were. When you look back on that, those two separate parts of your life, you know, it's like that point with the memories that you have at that point. Can you truly say that the ones where you were drinking were better or were they worse? Well, you know, like niggas will want me to do the, oh, I have a family and, you know, have kids. Like, oh, <laughs> you don't sure. have to have family or kids. I mean, you know, like, I'm just of, saying. The rest just of saying, your life man. could just be booze and drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you see, yeah. Like, look at the condescension. But yeah, we can move on. <laughs> no, no, not even moving on. Yeah, like, I, I just, Ari said something pretty specific there, which is better or worse. But it's like, great memories, like, they don't have to be either good or bad. You know what I mean? Like, you can have just great <clears throat> memories and it might have been like a bad experience yeah. it's a great memory you know what I mean yeah. so I think that's like memories just have to be memorable yeah. they don't yeah, have they to have be memorable, bad right yeah. and exactly. I don't know like I feel like first of all the tone of this conversation is going a little bit darker <laughs> and sad and I don't that's not the intention I wanted to bring here right but okay. before I get into that I do want to go a little bit dark and sad right like one of the reasons I did bring up this conversation it's important man it's important it's like you know like For two reasons. Like one, we're entering a stage in our life where it's like no longer cool, I think, to just not be sober. And I think honestly, we've entered like this this point in our life after uni. I don't know. Like different people will say different things. Some people think like it's totally okay until you're after 30 and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think we're in a range where people are starting to consider this thing. This is why Gen Z is going to save the world. But like more on that later. <laughs> by, by Luke, by what you're saying is, like, you think that right now it's more of a taboo for us to not be sober or be sober? No, I think right now, like, when you first enter university, it's like, yo, get fucked up. That's the cool thing. Who, That's the culture in university. Us this, by the way, fuck whoever. It, is. it doesn't matter who's Society. telling us. The culture in university is like you have to get fucked up. You have to go out. You have to drink a lot. You have true. to just party a lot, right? And that's cool. But then, like after university, and like again, like I don't want to put any pressure on anyone who is out there listening to this LA as like who are older than us and blah blah blah. But like. All I'm saying is we're at like an age now where like people are starting to consider whether or not like that's not just like a cool thing to do in isolation on its own anymore. You know what I mean? No one thinks like a 26 year old frat guy is like a cool thing anymore. Like a 20 year old frat guy is a cool thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. Right. Like we're into we're coming to an age where it's like, yeah, like a lot of dads are going to have like coffee and D&D nights and not bar nights. You know what I mean? And that's honestly a great time. And like when I worked at the loft, a lot of guys did that. You know what I mean? They would have hot apple cider and D&D nights and they had a fucking great time every time. And um, that's just one thing I wanted to like. That's one of the reasons for me bringing this up. Right. But the other thing I wanted to kind of just bring up to before I get to more of like the cheering stuff is like. I think it's important to recognize, especially once we start to elevate the seriousness of drugs, they can be artificial happiness. I think that's very, very important to recognize, right? Mm. Like people choose drugs over life. Like that's a fact. Like there are people who will throw away everything and (laughs) obviously they're consuming some more, more serious, like substances but it can happen with common things like alcohol that's the most common thing right yeah. alcoholism is not like an uncommon thing and um i don't know like that's something else i think is like we need to recognize as well right um that substances can create artificial unhappiness but like the reason why i was uh, in me alluding me bringing this to like a lighter point i think the thing i wanted to communicate here was like it really just depends on the person, right? Like it depends on your own experiences. Mm -hmm. And as Arya said earlier, like what you're taking out of a specific experience, right? Like if you're the type of person that maybe has a couple of drinks a week, if you're having a good time, you're more likely to get a drink. And in that, like with that in mind, you know what I mean? When you're looking back in hindsight, you're going to be like, yo, all my memories are of drinking. But like that could be because that's something you enjoy. And whenever you're happy, you do it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. 
but doesn't mean that you know like alcohol is the only thing that makes you happy, sort of thing, right? I think the as Arya says, the where the, where the problem comes is when you're like, yo, like let me think about cool things I did, and then like none of those are like a, not a single one is of like you being sober. I think that's like a different situation, Fair. right? Fair. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad you brought that up too, because yeah, it just basically brought it back to what it was at the beginning. It was like. Yeah, if what you're taking from the memory is that you were fucked up and that was the best part, then yeah, like that's a fucking that's a red flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a that's that's staring you right in the face. Mm-hmm. I will say though, man, like there is like as someone you know who likes to have a good time, this is definitely something that like I've been trying to think about more and like improve on. Like it's just like you know, like I I like like you know I like to have a good time, but it's like. You don't always have to go to the extreme to have a good time sort of thing. Um, Oh, oh, go ahead, D. Just like final thoughts for me anyways was like, you know, people always say uni is going to be the best time of your life. I think what they really mean is go to uni and get fucked. So, yeah, I just just decided to share that with the You know why they really say it's the best (laughs) time of your life, right? Why? Because you can coast and accomplish something really great. Man, like <laughs> life in uni is honestly like very chill. It, it could also not be, you know what I mean? But yeah, comparatively to the responsibilities and the weights you have on your shoulder once you graduate, I university is pretty sweet living. I think the best way to describe it is the opposite of happiness is not sadness. It's indifference. Yeah. The world is indifferent. The university can be sad. Mm. I think that's like the mm. most important distinction. Great. The reason why you can be sad in university is there's a clear like benchmark. You know yeah. what I mean? You're sad because you failed something, yeah. or you're sad because you're not. But like in universe, in like in, life, in it's like life. you're sad. You don't even know what. Yeah. Like you can't isolate it to one thing. So it's like way, it's like way. Uh, totally. Yeah. It can also be way better, by the way. But like, anyway, like I just I don't I don't I don't fall for the whole uni is the best part of your life. I think it's mainly just because a lot of people don't have that much debt piled up until like after they're out of college, so <laughs> that like they feel like oh the only time they can really enjoy themselves is before. But like to argue with the whole we're entering the part of our lives where everyone expects you to be sober all the time. People just need you to be coherent. That has nothing to do with you being like sober. So I feel like if you're doing anything like in your workplace, like your manager is always just going to think like, as long as this guy's getting the job done and he's like, he's mentally okay. You know what I mean? That, like, that's all that really matters to them. You take care nope. of yourself on your own time. Whatever you need to do, you do it. You know what I mean? But uh, what do you guys think? I think that? that is also like the, like part of the whole like you said, you have to act normal or like you have to act like you just, like ha- you just have to be capable. coherent. I have to be able to coherent. understand what you're saying and you yeah. understand what I'm saying. I think that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And like you would agree that that's normal. Right. So it's like people want to like look at you and think that you're sober. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's sober. <laughs> but like coherent, coherent is sober. Coherent, coherent is, is sober. Is it? Yeah. Because for like, the most you know, part. For the most part, like it's it's just the general vibe that you get from someone, right? It's like someone more times than not, someone who's fucked up is not going to be coherent. (laughs) (laughs) More time than not, so it's like when when you like because you you feel this. It's just a different way of describing being so. Because like you can be like like yo, you need a you need to be sober, right? Like what is being sober? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you got to be coherent and you got to be able to do your work and present it on time. So we automatically associate these things. I don't know. Maybe you can take like maybe like there's someone out there who can take like a boatload yeah. of drugs and still be able to meet all of their deadlines week after yeah. week. Um, <laughs> but I'm not that. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> But anyway, like, sorry, the, the, just the very last thing I wanted to kind of say here is I think the main, 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 main reason I wanted to bring up this topic is not even to come to a conclusion. I think like things like this are important to talk about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I think like, you know, like, especially among friends, this isn't something that's discussed. And I feel like in some ways it makes people feel very empty because you're not really understanding what it is that connects people, right? Like, to be honest, this is a question I asked myself when I moved back home, because when I moved back home, I was able to connect with a lot of my friends that like um, I grew up with, you know what I mean? And like after like a year of hanging out with them, like sometimes I kind of felt like, you know, like it feels weird, like because like 
you know, like we're hanging out and it's like having like a good time, I guess. But it's like, I don't necessarily like, I don't know how to even explain it, to be honest. I just feel weird. And it's like the, re- the realization I came to was like, the reason why we were hanging out was to get fucked up. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing like, there was no additional value out of that, to be honest. And it's like, when you come to that realization, I feel like it requires you, like, you know, if you come to a realization like that, usually you take action. And it's like, I don't feel like a lot of people are asking these questions to themselves or like their friends and things like that. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of wanted to like us to bring it up for you guys to see you what know, you guys thought. This is, this is a topic in itself. And I, I was literally having this conversation with a friend like this past weekend. And we're talking about, um, is there any ever a point where you feel like a friend is, I think, less ambitious than you or you're more ambitious than your friend or something like that? And your values are beginning to diverge and how do you manage these kind of relationships? And, and, you know, and we're, and I think that's like similar to what Luke is saying. It's like, and then I'm like, we're just talking about, well, yeah, you know, you got to figure out that there's some friends that, you know, they're just a party plug now. And like, they used to be more than that. And it's like, yeah, like, and this is me just be giving you an ex, like, you know, an example, right? And like, you know, your conversations are going to shift from, you know, everything to, you know, just linking up, you know, when there's a link up, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And just the evolutions mm-hmm. of things like that. So I, I like that you brought that up. I think it's a very important topic, like people, especially at this phase of our lives too, need to be yeah. talking about. The way that you brought that up too is was really smooth because like, man, and like to be more specific, because I want to talk, I want to like dive a little bit into what D just said, because I think this is a really, really interesting topic, right? Because I think it speaks to beyond just, you know, your dynamic with your friends and like, you know, what, like how, like how many friends you want, like these kind of, like, I think it just goes beyond the friend conversation. It's more, it's a bit more personal, right? Because we all, we all grow up, man. Like how many of your friends from the very beginning are still here? And like, don't get me wrong. It's still possible to have friends, you know, from the very beginning still be there. Like, boys, like Adam and I have been friends since first grade. Like, you guys know this, right? Like, at this point, we're we're kind of inseparable. Like, it just... So, but like, that had to happen over time. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of other people who started out, you know, at the same time as Adam, like, being in my life, right? That didn't even, like, make it. And there's some that, you know, like, made it a long way and then, like, very recently did not make it. And it's like... You're, you're, you're not putting a threshold or you're like, you're making cuts. You know what I mean? Like not everyone's going to make the final cut of the team because like at some point in your life, you need a team, you know, it's like, or, or maybe that's just the way we approach life. I'm assuming everyone here is on the same page and that's just because we want to continue to like get the most out of life and like continue to progress and continue to do better. Right. At yeah. that point, you need a mix of people. Right. But it's like, for the most part, you need a team, people that you can build with. So when you have this mindset, right, it's like you're really not going to be able to build it everyone. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. at what point in your life do you decide I no longer have like the mental energy or the capacity even to maintain, you know, a very close, steady friendship with people who are not on the caliber of the team that I need? Right. And then this is the controversial part because it's like you know, selfishness, like what point is it good? What point is it bad? You know? And I think that's kind of what you were itching at a little bit is like, you kind of have to be a bit selfish and make these Mm -hmm. decisions, but it's like, what's your criteria? You know? So that's actually like, I wanted to pose a question just to kind of like open this up a little bit, like to you guys and maybe even the audience as well. But it's like, like, what do you want out of your circle? You know what I mean? Like, what do you look for and what criteria do you base, like, your circle on? Because, like, I know we all have tight circles. We all have tight circles. And you don't just kind of, like, wake up one day and decide that. That's something that, you know, is, is developed over time. So it's like, what are your priorities? What do you think is the most important? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like how, think- did you, how did you come to the circle that you have now? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to add to that because I think one thing I want to highlight that's been important like I think a common thing in everything you guys have mentioned is I think when we're younger we don't really have boundaries. So, like we we're, we're much more open, but as you get older, you start having more things you block off, you know what I mean? There's like more barriers to entry for certain types of information on people. And sometimes you can't get that directly. You have to get that indirectly or indirectly of an, another indirect. So I think 
like so the question is what what do i look for in like my circles or in, in a circle because like i don't yeah, like, have just I, one I, circle i have multiple circles right like i, yeah. I so maybe small, more specifically maybe more specifically how did you come to the conclusion of like these are my boundaries like, oh how did you know I, come- I mean like and like what are some of those boundaries for example if you want to be more animated about it oh more animated about it let, well let me think about it um i think how did like it just like lots of like negative experiences. I think you shouldn't let your past define your, like your future. But I think something I'm a little more closed off to now is like my relationship life. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think in college it was something like a lot of me, like something me and my friends used to joke about is like, always oh, who smashed the most girls or something like that. And like, we used to put like a value on like body count and stuff. But I think damn you're 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 grown. No, bro. I'm not. I'm not even grown because like I'm. I'm doing, yo, That's up. used to. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man's have the spreadsheet, bro. <laughs> it's not even a spreadsheet, man. It's not. Luke's, I can't Luke's even, on his wall doing like tally marks, like one, yeah. two. As three, as I've grown four, up, I've uh, I've it's starting to be automated. You know, I I have a Zapier set up now, so it just like populates my spreadsheet automatically. But you know, it's the- yeah. I was giving you an example, guys. Like, you guys obviously sorry, know, sorry. but like, not just some random person can ask me like, "Hey, yo, do you hook up with this person?" Like, before I'd be like, "Yeah, bro, of course." It'd be something like you'd feel confident about. But now I'm just like, "Bro, that's mm-hmm. it's not your damn business." You know what I'm saying? Like, of yeah. course I'll tell my brothers and stuff, but that's just one example of things like I share with people. Another thing is like, you know, like drug experiences. Like, I don't tell everyone about things like I used to do. Where I feel like when I was in college, I was like the poster boy for like, "Yo, have you tried shrooms?" Like, I'd be that guy asking me like, "Hey, man." <laughs> like open your mind or something like that man but like um yeah right now like those are just a few of the things like relationships drug use and like i don't know just personal goals especially i think personal goals now at an all-time high like i'm always open to talking to random people about like you know investment things but like unless they really ask me i'm not going to give them opinions because i feel like i still don't know right so i think those are boundaries that i've taken Mm. and like not thinking I know everything. Cause I think a lot of us, like, especially my age, like we feel like, okay, we've done school. We got good jobs. We invested in shit. Um, we live on our own. And like, now we can tell other people how to live. But at the end of the day, it's like other people's experience, even if they try to do the same thing, it's going to be completely different than yours. So like always just try to listen. So yeah, I think those are just a few of my boundaries. So follow-up question then like yeah. to those boundaries, right? It's so, like, how, how did these boundaries like work for you? You know what I mean? Like, do you then seek out a circle that can match those boundaries? Or, you know, like, do you look for people who have different boundaries specifically? Like, and I don't think there's a wrong answer here. Yeah, I look look for, like, I look for both, actually. A bit of both. Like, sometimes, like, I'll talk to people who've had experiences with different, you know, drugs or just, like... um, who have different financial goals or personal goals. Like some people I know want to have houses. Some people I know want to be completely like mobile home lifestyle. And like, I value both of those opinions. Um, But like, which one do I gear towards more? It would probably be people or yeah, go ahead. Are you, what are you going to say? No, like for example, like with your, with the, like the, the relationship aspect side of things or hell, even the, 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 the investment was a really good one, right? It's like you refrain from just giving anyone advice because you feel like you don't know, right? So it's like you need to be within a circle to like get advice from you. So, you know, mm-hmm. to put that in, I guess, in an example, right? If someone came across your life or like someone that you were with a while ago, you see that the way that their behavior is or the way that their um, point of view is, right? Like that boundary doesn't exist for them. So let's just say someone was just like always willing to to give like financial information or, or advice, even though they like, they didn't know. Does that like, does that then register for you to be like, all right, well, like, I'm just like, not going to talk to this person. As no, I'm actually often. like, like I'm attracted to talking to that person. Okay. Like, even though I don't like for me, my boundary is like me, like I'm always open to listen to something. If I follow through on what they say, that's different, but it's just like, I think that's just like personal history on just like, you know, every single day someone's going to pitch you like a billion dollar opportunity. And like, it's always up to you to like determine whether or not it's like, oh, do I want to see this through? And then like, 
yeah, I think that's that. Like, I'm still open to listening to people. But if someone just randomly comes up to me and is like, hey, bro, what 10 stocks do you think are going to do well tomorrow? I'll just be like, I don't know. Like, I don't have that information on me, so I can't give it. But whereas before, I'd be like, oh, let me just Google search it and give you just some half-assed answer. I feel like I kind of I want to take more time before I say things. And I feel like that's probably Ah, that's one of the reasons why I've just been delaying putting out some so much content because I've just spent so much time listening recently. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's a, I think that answered your question, Arya. I don't know if this yeah. is like a sorry. I just went on a bit of a tangent. I was like, I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah. I yeah. really went with it. I don't know if anyone had anything. Yeah, to no, add to I can I can answer. Like, I think the original question was what what makes you what boundaries do you set for a circle or some shit? Yeah, yeah. that was a question. And yeah, yeah I was gonna. Yeah, how do you determine that? I was going to say, uh, like, you got to be better at me at something. Like, I got to be able to learn from you is, like, a better way. Because, I don't know, like, I, I get bored with people. Like, like you have to, like, just, like, I think, like, if you ask me to mention, like, my circle, I could tell you something that every single person that I'm close to is better at me than. And don't get me wrong, like, um, uh, like, like you were saying something with uh, Ola about, like, obviously, you go to the people that match your boundaries and the people that are complete opposites. Like, yeah, same. There's there's some people where I know, like, that are my friends. And I'm like, yeah, like, we're just friends. Like, you know, like, we just chill together. That's really it. And, like, there's nothing, like, too much there. But, like, I'd say, like, the majority, that would be, like, the minority, like, 30%. But I would say the majority, like, the biggest thing is, like, I got to be able to learn from you. Like, you know, for you to, like, still be around me for, like, a long time, like, there has to be something that I'm like, damn, like, fuck, <laughs> I can't <laughs> hack this. How is this person, like, just so good at this? And, like, I suck at it and, like, constantly just, you know, and that's kind of, like, I feel like what drives me to keep that. It's, like, I'm just constantly, like, trying to be, like, oh, like, how can I get, you know, almost as good as that person at this? Or, like, how can I learn from them to be better like at that in my own thing? Ne- never being the smartest in the room. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, like, yeah, in that way. But, like, you know, and it's not always, like, smart. Like, it's just, you know, some dudes might just be nicer than you always. <laughs> like, just be kinder. Like, honestly, yeah, and you're just, no, like, yeah. how, like, are you just so happy in, like, you know, like, able to exude positive energy most of the time? And it's, like, it's not something, like, I know how to do. So, like, in that sense, like, I would say you're probably a little bit more emotionally intelligent than I am. Like, just to say, like, you know, it's not just always smarter. It's just something that I see or I decide is like a great trait and you're just like way better. And I'm like, I want to learn from you kind of thing. So yeah, I think that's like a big determinant, especially now I would say I didn't know that was the reason. I don't know if that's always been the reason, but like that's at least the criteria that I've been using now because this has been a little bit transitory for me. Like I think I've had some like friend, friend transitions and like hey, just because, yeah. He is, he is friends with us because we are more wholesome than he is. <laughs> that's facts. Well, no, no, that was one example. I think that's like, you guys are, everyone here is better than me, like, you know, properly and, and one thing. And they talk shit to me about it too, which I love. <laughs> so they know. So it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I like this shit, you know. I would say for myself, um, I have the same criteria for picking my circle as picking like, because Ola was talking earlier about your romantic partner. Unfortunately, I'm much less successful at picking a good romantic partner. <laughs> and you know what it is? There's an intangible factor, bro. It's called fat asses. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't be caring how you guys be looking, bro. That's the problem. Like, I could be like, yo, this person is like not very empathetic, but then you know they turn around. I'm like, wait, hold up. Like, <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, I do have the tickets you're talking about. Anyways, the curse of the um, why did I think? Yeah, it why is. did I think when Luke said variables are in play? I did not expect uh, the size of the ass. I just expected him to, the variable is hair color. Oh my god! Let Luke get his shit off. Let's, anyway, let's do this. anyway, anyway, <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to get oh my god. this vibe and feeling that you're attacking me for my specific target demographic because you do not interact with this demographic. That is, you know what? No, I'm, no, willing I'm, to, I'm just insecure about mine. I'm, I'm into milfs, man. I'll, I'll just Hold on a second. Wait, wait, no, no. First of all, <laughs> oh first of all, first of all. This is Luke such four categories. Luke, Luke is 100% correct. Like, Luke is 100% right. Like, that is that is a fact. But I, I would never attack you. I would never attack you for this. 
See, you know what it is? You're used to women just saying horrible things to you. So a, a girl saying like very wonderful things to you is not appealing. No. no and no. unfortunately for you, I am the same, but I find it very appealing. <laughs> Luke, can we get to your Christ character? But anyway, like, I, yeah, for me, like, um, I... I'm sorry. This is everyone else's fault, not yours. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyway, like my 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 main. Um, I only have two factors. One is, I need to find the person interesting over a long period of time, and it's very hard for someone for me to find someone interesting if they're not ambitious. But like, it's not ambition is not like a necessity of a trait. I would say like I just need to find them interesting. And then the second part is, I am very 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 well aware that like. I'm like an easy person to be friends with, but I'm a hard person to be close friends with. Like, I'm very aware of this fact. Like, I think I'm, uh, I, I think generally to like most people, I'm very nice and I'm a empathetic person. And, you know, I have a lot of different interests, so it's easy for me to connect to people and become friends with them. But I think like for you to get close with me, you have to have a certain set of traits. And one of them is like, it's very hard for some people to make me feel validated. You know what I mean? And like, um, I feel like with some people, like, like, for example, I think everyone I'm close to is an amazing listener and I don't think I'm always the most amazing listener. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like those two traits combined yeah. is like, yeah. it's, it's hard to like find Trauma. someone that's willing to deal with that, <laughs> to be honest, like to be completely honest. So it's like, like even that as an example, right? Like it's hard to find people that are willing to be great listeners <laughs> you really this and, like, when you're not a good listener. It's like, man, that's just one of the things, right? So it's like, I feel like that's why like I not only do I like, I really appreciate my close circle because I'm, I, I, for me, like I have a very strong understanding that like for my close circle, it's 100% a give and take. And I get so much, you know what I mean? And it's like, I understand that like, this thing that I get, like not everyone can give me and not, and even the people who can give it to me, not all of them are going to be willing to. So, um, that's, that's for me. You know what I mean? I find them interesting and obvious and they have to be willing to deal with me on that same level <laughs> and not everyone's like that. So yeah, I was, uh, I'll leave I, it to those two. I was dying. That was beautiful one, but I was dying <laughs> the fact that as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you said, you think you're not a great listener, I just look at Ola and he's like nodding and like laughing. <laughs> I've lived with Luke, and there'd be times in the house where I'm like, Luke, you're not listening. He's like, no, no, you need to, like, let me rephrase this. I'm like, Luke, you don't need to rephrase shit. Listen to me. Like, nah, I, I love Luke. Luke's my brother's stuff. Like, yeah, I, I have that issue. It's all love. It's all, and you know what? I think you brought up a really good point, too. And it was like, I don't think that you're hard to be close friends with. I don't think like that is anything specific to you right like i think anybody is easier to just be regular friends with than close friends with and that's because once you're close friends with someone you're in you've accepted them for their flaws and their their best uh their best qualities too right and it's like not to say even that like it's it's a flaw it's just like when you don't when you don't necessarily look at life the exact same way and none of us look at life the exact same way right it's like you're bound to you know just like disagree about something or look at things differently or have different approaches to things so it's like you really have to accept that you know when when you decide to be close friends with someone or you decide to be really close to someone so you know that's just to say like i i like being like close friends with you is like one of the most wonderful experiences in my life. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, you're a good listener, Aria. <laughs> you might not have the same energy if you weren't a good listener. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd be sick. I'd think of you doing what I do to everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, okay, boys, I think we're, we're getting close to time. I know we had a little bit of a pause in the middle there for, um technical stuff but you know it's it's getting to that time like this has been a great episode it's great to have you back ola and now it's time yeah. for our community highlights so boys anyone got anything to eat this week uh poulet rouge um I, I think they have uh i think they have some <laughs> spots in ottawa i don't know if they have spots in toronto but they have some spots in montreal <laughs> Um, Vladimir, uh, our, one of our close friends was here and he recommended it. Uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was here in Montreal. Uh, shout, shout out, out Vlad. Vlad. 
Yeah. Shut up, Vlad. Jinx, you owe me a soda, bro. Um, yeah, that's All right, I'm not coming to visit you anymore. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's the all, soda bro. was what broke the camel's back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah, need to discuss your job. Le poulet rouge. Okay, cool. Anyone else? Mm-mm. Nope. All right, boys. Um, any? Oh, actually, no. I have one. Uh, it's in this Toronto. Guy. It's a it's a deli in Toronto, Elm Street, um, Italian deli. Um, that's where we got lunch on on Saturday. Um, I really like. That was like the second time, like last week, that I had had it. It was really good. It's a very good place. Um, all right, boys. What do you got first to to watch? Uh, too many things. Uh, first, I'm going to say final season of AOT is out now. Uh, part two. Go check that out. Attack on Titan. Really great anime. Uh, another thing is Euphoria. Euphoria season two is out right now. I just started watching Euphoria oh. over the, the, the winter break. Um, but yeah, like go check that out if you're into teenagers, drugs, um, violence. Or Zendaya. And Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, it was really Zendaya that was gonna make me watch that on some real shit. But I, I do want to check it out. Go yeah. Zendaya one more time. Yeah, yeah. Go Zendaya. New, new, new season of Atlanta is also on the way, so I'm gonna shout oh, that out before God. it comes, and hopefully when it comes out, I'll shout it out again. Um, but yeah, all right, dope. Anyway, right. yeah, me. Um, number one. If you don't watch American football, go watch American fucking football. Man, Cowboys are out though. Cowboys. Okay, are out. yeah, okay, yeah. Cowboys are out. That is very true. It was surprise? a great game though. Why, why is that a surprise? Man, fuck it's the refs, man. Not a surprise. It was all <laughs> the refs, man. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Cowboys uh, suck ass. And you get to enjoy up. that, but um, yeah. And I was gonna say like power, the ghost, ghost, uh, the the ghost one of power, whatever, or power in reg- regular power too. Check it out. It's pretty dope. It's a dope series. Beautiful. Luke? You know what I'm going to shout out. So one of the other traits I'll say about Aria that I admire and is resiliency because, and you know what? D would have a very different term for the exact same thing that Aria does, which is he's really fucking annoying. Like that's the term he would use. But Aria is resilient and he is also annoying, but... He when he like wants something, Whoa. he's gonna like bother you to the end of the earth about it. End of and the earth. Almost every single time we are like, yo, what movie should we watch? He says Kill Bill. Every single <sighs> time. And this Saturday, I was finally like, okay, fuck it, yeah, fine. We can watch Kill Bill. And I've seen Kill Bill, but like I saw Kill Bill a long time ago. Honestly. I was blaspheming, man. This movie is amazing. I forgot. Like, I haven't seen it in so long. I think when I first watched it, I was too young to really appreciate it. But, like, man, like, it was an amazing film. So, I hate to say this, but, you know, I was kind of wrong. I would definitely give that film a shout out. So, that's my community highlight. I I love you big time, man. Honestly, Kill Bill Bill is just, it elicits so many emotions inside me. I can't even keep count. Like, it's it's just crazy. Like, I'm never at a point in the movie, both volumes, so I'm never at a point in the movie where I'm like, all right, like, like fucking, like, get this over with. Like, let's see what happens. It's like, holy shit, I need to process what's happening in front of my face right now. Otherwise, I'm going to be behind. Um, great, great. Just Quentin Tarantino's a yeah. genius, as, as always. And, you know, that's just... I do have one other shout out, which is uh, a movie that just came out to Netflix recently, which is... Um, a really, really, really good acted movie. You guys know me. I like my artsy like like shit. And I want to give a shout out to Prisoners. Um, it's featuring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and fuck, I'm forgetting his name. The guy who plays Wolverine. But it is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but it's a phenomenal movie. And especially like the ending scene is like really, really like intense it's a little bit more subtle um but i really enjoy it so give it a watch all right boys what do you got to read anybody i do i do have one i do have one but it's not a it's not what you think like it's not what you think um yeah it's a manga it's a manga yeah um 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Kakaguri. It's a it's a gambling manga. I started watching the anime, but then the anime's pacing was just really weird. So I started reading it, finished reading it. It was it's really good. Yeah, I just like animes. They're a little bit different. <clears throat> gambling anime. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought the rest of us. I, I was, was just gonna say, hard times <laughs> create strong men by Stefan Arnio. I, I haven't read it yet, but I've heard it's pretty good. I've heard good things. I'm, I'm probably gonna check it out. Hard times create strong men. Beautiful. And um, D and I have. Been, uh, we'll just call. We'll just say we've been sunbathing our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 UV, you know? UV, UV television, blue light. <laughs> you know, it's just, we're getting ready for the summer. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, boys, what do you got to what do you got to listen to? I actually have a couple recommendations right off the bat. Of course, you fucking do. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's good. Um, so, first one is actually uh, a collab. It's Murder Beats. I haven't heard like Murder Beats like put out a track under his own name in a, in a while. So this was like a little bit new for me. Uh, but uh, he produced a track for Blast and Wale. Uh, and it's called One Shot. So that's a. Ooh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good track. Um, next up, um, Power, Powder, Respect. 50 Cent, Jeremiah, and Lil Durk. This is, this is an interesting collaboration that I did not expect at all, but it's actually quite pleasant. So definitely go check that out. Um, and then I have two more after this. Uh, sorry, I have two more now. Uh, one is The Revenge by Joey Badass. My boy just been, I've been waiting for a new Joey track, a new Joey project for some time now. And we've been just bamboozled, led astray, run amok, but now <laughs> it's here. Um, and I actually quite like it. I hope there's more to, to follow. Um, but this was just a single, so I'm, I'm assuming like this is just a little bit of a teaser. But then, you know, there's, there's one more. And um, this one, pardon? It's JID, right? It better be JID, bro. It is. So, okay. Like, sorry, there was actually two more. So <laughs> one of them was, okay, I was going to say Easy by by Ye in the game. Like that one, that one, that one just came out this week. And I actually really liked it. The fucking artwork on that shit is so sick. Yeah, it's very, very it's cool honestly like sticking it, but yes, the the actual like uh, final one that I want was surround sound. So this is a new JID track. It got Twenty One Savage on it, Baby Tate on it. Um, man, this guy like actually had like the craziest verse on this track. I was actually like vibing mad hard to it, and like I think he did a really good job at matching like Twenty One style while still being his own. You know, because they they wanted to like make that collaboration good, and Twenty One just did what Twenty One does. So it's honestly a great track through and through. Um, definitely go check it out. And if you're willing for a throwback, uh, down and out by like Killer Cam and Kanye West and Silena Johnson. There you go. I, okay, I go next because I know one of my recommendations is going to get mentioned and in more specificity. So first one, shout out to D because you actually reminded me about this on the weekend. I didn't know that Corday had dropped a new album. And mm. to be honest, I should be ashamed because I really do like Corday. Um, gave his full album a listen, really, really like it. So I'll give a whole album a shout out. And then the next shout out actually kind of goes to my director. He was uh, telling me to listen to this new FKA Twigs album. And, I, I you know, honestly, like, um, to be completely, completely honest, I'm sure that she's been on some other songs I've listened to, but this is like the first piece of content I've consumed from hers directly. And it was really, really good, man. Like, it's a little bit different than what I've like, you know, typically is into rotation, but I'm going to give it a second shout. And I gonna, the I one song I, I will shout guys out. I was listening to FKA on Saturday. <laughs> I swear. Aria, Did you? Aria asked me a question that I will not repeat. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Do remember this. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> keep going, Luke. But that's, that's where the yeah. FKA put me in a zesty mood. I'm tell you that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, I see. Okay, everything is connecting now. But anyway, the song, the song I'm gonna shout out is "Tears in the Club." <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Amazing. Nice. I love it. I, I love do. You it. go. Do you go? 
I swear everyone has mentioned all the shit I was listening I to this weekend. I was, I was listening to the new FKA on Saturday in a zesty mood. <laughs> I was listening to the new Corday and then I checked out the, what's it called? The Kanye game song. So all of those came out. Check them all out. And then I would say my wreck from the FKA album. Um, first off, uh, the first song is crazy. Let's ride the dragon. Okay, it's a very interesting song. And then uh, also check out the one Jealous. <laughs> also check out the song Jealous with Rema too. So yeah, shout out to Rema for getting on that. Awesome. She's got some really like wild production to be Wild. She, she goes, you're right like, that it's interesting. She goes yeah. from right to left and she jumps all over the place. But like it's pretty dope. Interesting. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Artist for sure. <laughs> you know, there is actually a lot more artists that I wanted to like put on my show, but I haven't like, dude, like this. There was a lot. Nope, of you're done. You're done. Nope, you're done. I'm not anymore because I haven't listened to any more. Thank you very much. But just as a preview, like the, among the list of people who dropped new music, it was like Earth Gang, Chris Brown did it, Saba dropped, um, fucking um, a boogie with a hoodie dropped. Snoop Dogg has a song out. Mick Jenkins has a song out. Russ has a song out. Like every single one of these. Code of the Fiend has a new song out. All of these. So there's a lot of new music out this week. So there'll be more recommendations next week. Yeah. From my end. <laughs> there's going to be a ton of recommendations. Okay, I'll be yeah. quick. Um, shout out to this Japanese psychedelic band called, I don't know how to, I'll, I'll try Kika Guku Moyo. <laughs> like they dropped this track called, they have this song called Dripping Sun that I found. Really nice vibe. Um, shout out to Corday, Champagne Glasses, Feet, Freddie Gibbs, and Stevie Wonder. Can't go wrong. And Earl, uh, what's it called? Planet Telex, another song I, I found over the weekend by Radiohead. Amazing. Earl Sweatshirt dropped an album. So, you know, I'm always going to be in an Earl Sweatshirt vibe. Uh, 2010 mm. uh, by Earl Sweatshirt. Check that out if you haven't. That's, that's all for me. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, boys. We've made it. You've made it to 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 this um, residual end. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Ola, for jumping on this episode with us. We we love having you every single time you're here. It's always a pleasure. Um, hopefully, you're back soon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's been your boy Arya. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with D. We're here with the Risen. Till next time. One love. One love. One love. Mwah.